Hello and welcome to episode 61 of the AG podcast. I'm your host today, Yash Cohen 09, and with me, as always, on the podcast is Jaminator. Good evening, pal. Evening, mate. How are you doing? You okay? Yeah, not too bad. How are you? Good, yeah, not bad. Thank you very much. Good, good, good. And joining us also on today's episode is Joe. Good evening, Joe. Hello, hi. How you doing? Yeah, <laughs> good, you? Yeah, yeah, all right. And to wrap up today's uh, panel is Andy Brill. Good evening, Andy. Evening. Thank you for having me on again. No, thank you for coming on. As always, it's a pleasure. Um, Right, to run down the uh, agenda for today's episode, so we're going to start with a look ahead at the Premiership. We're then going to hear from Bertie in the uh, the latest rounds of the golf. Um, we're then going to look at the Championship. We're then going to have a discussion about the F1 and the last two weeks of races. Um, we're then going to go down to League One and have a little look ahead at the upcoming season. We're then going to hear from Hilly uh, regarding the Call of Duty 2v2 League. And then to wrap up today's episode, we're going to take some predictions for the next podcast in terms of what we think might happen match day one and two. So, uh, let's start with the Premiership. Um, and I'll just run down the uh, the participants for this season uh, in the top flight. So we've got Aaron, Burger Boy, uh, yourself, Jam. Jaxi, Mark, Paulos, River, Sean, Soggy, Suited, myself, Stevie, and Plunkett. Um, so, Jam, I'm going to come to you first. Um, obviously, it's a brand new season. We always like this time of the uh, time of uh, at the start. How are you feeling going into this season? Uh, apprehensive, for sure. I think you look at the um, the division; it is absolutely stacked this year. Um, so I'm I'm quite apprehensive that this year could be the year that I don't finish uh, higher than mid table, potentially even flirt with relegation. But obviously, we'll we'll see. Um, I think that when you look at the guys that have come up from the championship, um, potentially plunk it aside. And again, that's no uh, no offence to him, but I think you know Paulos and Mark. Obviously, they're they're serial up and down up and down from the championship and the prem but this time round i think the pair of them especially towards the end of last season in the championship were um were ripping people to shreds so it'll be def- it'll be interesting it's going to be interesting you know i mean i've played jacksy in a, in a couple of head-to-heads and and he's just looking absolutely on on form as well um and burger 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 is and isn't i think burger could be got out this season i personally think that um that it'll be jacksy's division uh to lose but you know, you never know. Obviously, Stevie had a really good good time last time in his first season in uh, on AG as well. So, yeah, I don't know, mate. It's a tough. I think I predict a tough season for me and you this year. To be honest, I really do. Yeah, I mean, you've mentioned just there about um, the competitiveness. I think that's the most competitive I've seen that uh, Premiership in a long time. Um, I mean, I still think you know Jacksy and Berger and Stevie. Obviously, Stevie showed good signs last season, and uh, the more players he gets in that are his players, I think he'll be pushing up there as well. I, I still think they're going to be in a league of their own. Um, but you look at the other players in that division, um, and I think there'll be quite minimal, um, you know, minimal points separating them um, in that sort of middle of the pack. Um, I think that's it, isn't it? It's the it's the middle. It, I guess what I've got written down here: the mid pack. You just can't call it. I think you know. You look at suited had a bad run towards the end of last season. He's going to definitely improve. Yeah. Um, I think again, and you could probably come to Joe on this one after um, after I've teed this up nicely for him. But uh, I think potentially this year could be the year Riverman and um, Riverman goes down alongside potentially Plunkett and Soggy. I think. 
Yeah, I mean, it's funny that they're actually the three names that I've also, uh, I've got sort of to go down or be towards the bottom. But then we said for Riverman last season that he would go down and he, he managed to stay up. Um, Joe, obviously last season from the championship, Mark the Sharp, Paul Lowe's and Plunkett have all come up. Um, I mean, Jam just touched on sort of um, maybe Plunkett as an exception, but Mark and Paul, do you expect them to do well this season? It's tough, isn't it? I, I, I can only really echo what you just said there. Like the, I think from like fourth place down, it's going to be very tight throughout the whole league. And I think there'll be a lot of people looking over their shoulders um, with the guys to going down. You know, the guys that finished lower down the Prem last season look like suited and soggy and people like that. I think it's going to be really, really tight. Paul and Mark did really well in the championship, but they were playing players that weren't the same calibre, were they, realistically? I know they were putting big score lines up, but they weren't as good as some of the mid-table premiership players. So I think it'd be really interesting. It's difficult to make predictions, I think. Yeah, I mean, obviously, both have got really, really good teams. Paul, I think, you know, depending what Paul turns up, um, he can be a really, really good player. But then he was in the premiership not that long ago and uh, went down in quite quite convincing fashion. Um yeah, I mean, it, that is it. From sort of 4th all the way, well, even all the way down to maybe 11th or 12th, I think it is going to be really, really tight. Um, Andy, obviously sort of uh, looking from a bit further afar. What what, what, what can you... I don't mean that badly, by the way. <laughs> can, what, what, what can you take sort of um, looking ahead to the season? Do you think it's going to be that sort of, um, you know, burger jacksy are they going to be the two runaways or, you know, Stevie or even Sean could be in there? I was just about to say Sean, because obviously he was pretty close to him for most of last season, but sort of threw it away in the last few games. So I think it'll be anyone out of those four again for the top. Um, the bottom, I think Paul and Mark will start quite comfortably. Um, and I do think Plunkett, pretty much what you guys have said, Plunkett, Soggy and River will be the ones that go down. Um but yeah, I think it'll be tight this year, a lot tighter both ends than it was last year. Yeah, I mean, and and that's it. I mean, I was just um, I'm just looking quickly at the uh, at the first round of fixtures, and uh, it is a, an all podcast uh, opener uh, for myself and you, Jam. First, <laughs> they didn't go very season. well last last season, did it? Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, and then I'm just looking. Burger Boy's got Plunkett. Jaxie plays Suited. Mark the Sharp plays Stevie. Paul Lois plays Soggy and Riverman plays Sean. That Mark the Shark Stevie game will be very interesting, I think. Um, to see, sort I would, of yeah, if, uh... I would see, yeah, to, to gauge where where both are going to end up this season. I, I would agree. Um, I also think that you look at it, and for me, I think Paul Lois and Soggy is an interesting one as well because I think. Soggy obviously is a more traditionally, I guess you'd say, defensive player, and Paulo's he plays best when it becomes almost like a basketball match, you know, um, in the sense that you know you attack, I attack. So I think it'll be interesting to see how that one falls out as well. Yeah, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting, uh, especially those sort of um, you know first two three games when everyone wants to do well. Um, right, we're going to move on, uh, and we're going to move over to the golf. So. Bertie's going to give us the latest uh, of what's been going on in the clubhouse. So over to you, Bertie. Thanks, guys, and welcome to the golf section of the podcast. This coming week is the last of the regular season in the Match Play Golf League. The top two in each group qualify 
for the semi-finals. Group 1, the two spots have already been cleared up, with Wizfox and the undefeated Riverman going through. A big match this week sees Turners play Formula 1 sensation Andy Brill. The outcome of that match will decide who has the ignominy of playing Burger Boy in the Wooden Spoon match next week. Meanwhile in Group 2, Joe had a fantastic victory last night over Bunsey in the big Facebook Jet Derby match, thereby proving beyond all doubt he is better at the game. He qualifies and he will almost certainly be joined by wins if he can divide defeat against Rhino. I have a slim chance when I play Paul Laws, but Wince looks in command. Over the next few weeks, the semi-finals and finals will be played, and hopefully we'll be able to watch all those on Twitch. Until next time, thanks guys. Uh, thank you very much for that, Bertie. Um, right, the championship. Um, so again, I'll just run down the championship uh, in terms of the participants. So we've got Bertie, uh, Big B, Storm, Jeff, uh, yourself, Joe, Lost Boy, MJG, uh, Buncey, Raya Jones, Sofa, Welzer, Wince, and Wardy. Um, so, obviously, Joe, we, we'll come to you. Um, again, I, I would argue that it's another competitive league. Um, how are you feeling going into the uh, season? Um, the last time I was on a podcast at the start of the season, I said I was going to back the championship. <laughs> and I did well to stay up. And then last season, I said nothing, and I was right at the top. So I'm going to book the trend again and say I'm going to go up easily. <laughs> Do you know what though, right? I just, I, I just, just to inject real quick, I actually think, Ash, personally, you saying about it looks like a tough division. Obviously, Joe, I'd like to get your thoughts on it, but I would say aside from yourself, Bunsey and Jeff, I wouldn't say it looks like a tough division at all. I think if you look at last season, me and Bunsey, the clear sort of front runners, there's not really much arguing with that. Jeff's really interesting. How is he going to bounce back from getting relegated? He's a good player. Um, he's got a good team, but obviously sometimes he can have a bit of a stop and his head goes during games and things. He's, he's definitely good enough to be up there, but I think you're right. I, I, I'd be really surprised if me and Bunsey didn't go up this season and then it'll be for everyone well, else to sort just, of fight I just want to say that obviously Buncey said he was going to go up last season because uh, I remember Absolutely. coming yeah, on the podcast yeah. and saying that he was going to, uh, <laughs> he was going to go up. Um, yeah. To be honest, if you look at the league, I mean, the, the records the four was had were ridiculous, really. I think I ended up losing four times out of, what was it, like 24 games. Probably one of the best records I've had in any season I've had on the year before. It, it was a really high standard between the four of us. Um, and with Mark and Paul going up, I, I don't think the, the guys that have come down are the same standard as Mark and Paul. Mm, so I would, I would if, if we can if we can maintain the same sort of form we had last season, realistically, you know, we should be first and second, really. I mean, don't forget the the um, the massive variable in all this is, of course, the return of the lineal champ. Um, <laughs> lineal champ, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, showing in in his proud claret and blue. Um, how are you going to deal with Storm this season? That's the big question. <laughs> uh, I'm going to sing forever blowing bubbles for 180 minutes and see if I can wind up. Oh, this is brilliant. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, Andy. Looking at those that sort of came up from the uh, from League One, uh, Sofa, Bry, <laughs> and Storm. Um, <laughs> do you, do you um, can you see any of those three sort of pushing towards the sort of uh, you know top top six? 
Not for top six, no. Um, Because obviously, both of them had, all three of them had come down the previous season as well. So I think their goals for the year will be to just try and consolidate and stay up. Um, Obviously, so far, really good player. Same with Bry. Um, I think they might just be able to do it. I think Storm's just going to go straight back down, in all honesty. Um, I think he's going to go relegated, promoted, relegated. Obviously, he was relegated from champ the year before. Um, but yes, I realistically see Storm, Wardy, and probably Rye Jones going down. Obviously, Rye was probably going to lose half his team again throughout the season due to overspending. <laughs> yeah, um, watch this space. Um, Jam, obviously, anything else that you want to sort of take um, looking at this division? Yeah, I, I I think um, I actually slightly disagree in the sense that I think for me Joe and Bunsey are the clear front runners, and I throw Jeff in yeah. that mix as well in the sense that if he puts it all together, yeah. gets Harlan firing, I think he'll score a lot of goals and do well. Yeah. Um, I actually I do disagree with what Andy said. I I'm tipping Sofa to go up through the playoffs. I think that having played Sofa in head to heads recently, he is a completely different player to the player that got relegated from the championship two seasons ago. Um, you know, coming off the uh, the confidence boost of, of destroying the championship, um, the, the league one, sorry. Um, and, you know, I think he's just, he's playing a lot of FIFA at the minute. You know, you know, practice makes perfect. So I personally would say that he will be in the playoffs and win the playoffs behind uh, a Joe and Bunsey who probably will take the division. Um, as the top two. But again, you, you just never know. I, I do definitely stand by what I said, though, in the sense that this is nowhere near as competitive as last season. Um, you've got people that can emerge from that middle pack. You know, your Wince, your Wells, uh, yeah. um, uh, I don't know, Bry. Yeah, well, I mean, well, Brill, Brill just said he was going to potentially go down. I mean, I I think, you know, you I don't think... When I played him, he was... He's sort of fallen foul more so of the squad that he had rather than the player that he is, personally. I don't think he'll go down, but I I can't see him, with the squad he's got, putting together much much of a fight to to get higher than maybe 7th, 6th, something like that. But I could say that Wells are wins, Sofa. They're the guys you want to be looking at for the playoffs, I would say. Yeah, I mean, those names there you've just mentioned, I think obviously they are all players that are really capable of sort of uh, putting together a good run of form. Um, I mean, just sort of, you know, the players there that you've talked about, Joe Buncey and um, uh, sort of, you know, Jeff to push towards the yeah. top. But, um, you know, those sort of players, Bertie, Bry, um, you know, Sofa, Wells, or Wince, I mean, even, you know, the, Rye Jones, on on the on their day can play really well and if they can um i, I can just see them taking points off each other um and sort of keeping it quite compact in that middle um but we'll see i mean i'll just run down quickly the uh, the opening match day uh, of this division so bry is playing wardy uh, storm is playing welser jeff is playing sofa uh, joe you're playing rye jones uh, lost boy is playing buncey and then mjg is playing wince um, so sort of looking at that, is there anything there that stands out in terms of a standout fixture? Maybe Jeff Sofa? 
I think Jeff so for for the reason I've just said obviously that I think that could potentially be the the season long battle for for who's going to go up as third or you know in the as in the playoffs potentially. Um I again I think it's tricky isn't it? I think you look at it and the, the only thing that anyone's going to want to watch this season similar to when Sunderland went into League 1 and things like that is is Storm as, as West Ham and follow that <laughs> that um that sideshow as it sort of rolls through the uh, the championship, I think it'd be quite funny. Oh, he loves it. He he loves it. <laughs> I mean, again, I don't know what you boys think. Um, Brill, is is there anything there that you think is a standout fixture? Um, Jeff, he's safe is like a great one. Um, and I think MJG v Wince uh, will be a good one as well. Obviously, MJG is just going back into the leagues. Obviously, with the season out, um, so that could be a little bit rusty for him. Um, obviously, Wince very attacking, um, so it depends how he coats with his defending on there. Not really seen MJG playing FIFA much at all, really, uh, apart from potentially clubs. But again, it'll be interesting because I think he was one of maybe two or three that didn't do their squad update. Um, yeah. and didn't bid for a franchise maybe or I might be getting that slightly wrong I don't know um, but, no uh, he didn't do both of them he didn't yeah. do both just strange if you come back into the, the season obviously and then not do those things it's maybe just lack of interest but like you say you don't know until the season kicks off what um, what player what form sorry players are going to be in yeah yeah well that's it um, right we're going to move on and uh, I'm going to pass over to Joe to sort of lead on the uh, the latest uh, ramblings of the F1. Yeah, um, I think we already said we weren't going to do a sort of full rundown. I know Jan wanted me to say nice things about him. Uh, he has won Division 1 the last two weeks. So fair Get play, Jan. Uh, and of course, the other Division, Division 2, we've got the new... Uh, the first AG professional F1 driver, Andy Drill, he's putting that hours in on the game, uh, and he's won the Division Two race the last two weeks as well. So fair play to him. Andy, what um, what would you say to those people that are clamouring for you to be uh, voluntarily giving up the Mercedes? I enjoy the game, and I've enjoyed practicing it. It's nice. <laughs> but you enjoy the game. It's nice not to be bottom of something for a change. Yeah. To, to be fair, oh, sorry, go on, John. I, you know, I, I, you might be, you might be echoing the same sort of sentiment, but we talked about this actually the other night, Andy, and um, and again, it wasn't some sort of pity party, but it was the sense of, do you know what, Andy sticks it out season in, season out in the um, in the FIFA, and takes you know his fair share of hiding. So fair fucking play that you know you're driving in a Mercedes and whooping some some asses in mm-hmm. in that division. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. <laughs> going to say, Joe. Yeah, no, I was going to, I was going to say a similar sort of thing. I was just going to say, like, a fair player. Like, he's, he's, he's bought the game, never played it before, from what he told me. And he is actually <laughs> a good player. I mean, you know, I have a joke about it, about how much time he's putting into it. But fair player, he's putting the time in, he's learning the tracks, he's doing what he needs to do, and it's paying off. So who can really argue with that? No, you can't. I think that's it, isn't it? I think for me, um, I know... Me personally, I mean, next week China, you've got more runoff zones, and it's it's a slightly easier course than, than the one we've just had. But um, but uh, you know, Vietnam, it was it's notoriously a bad track for me. So I know I had to put in a fair amount of laps on time trial to get the turns right and make sure I wasn't just bouncing off the walls. And obviously that's that's paid off. You know, I think you look at it and had Bunsi not um, not uh, you know sort of DNF'd in his uh, his qualifying lap. 
I probably wouldn't have won that race. He came from 11th and managed to get me within, I think, three or four seconds. Three seconds, yeah. Um, you know, by the end. So, you know, I mean, Bunsey, Bunsey is a class driver. Um, if anything, I would probably say he's a better driver than Soggy for the sense that he's more consistent. And personally, you know, Soggy might be listening to us. I don't know. I don't know if he has ears. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but um, he, um, he just, he notoriously um, tries to tries to just do the spectacular. You know, we've seen him in races, haven't we? Especially last season where he just DNF on purpose in the qualifying to see how many people he could, he could try and um, Is it pass. Soggy? Yeah. 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 And I, I just think it's just, I don't know. It's, I mean, you can argue that maybe everyone would get a bit bored if he turned up and won week in, week out. But you've got to strike the balance right. And I think, um, you know, Bunsey does that. He, for me, Bunsey's the standout driver in that division. And, you know, if I can stay ahead of Bunsey for as long as I can in the um, the title race, then I'll be very happy because I don't see him being taken over by many more people. Yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be very tight, I think. I think I think it's really close to balance, especially in Division 1. Um, we've had three weeks, obviously. You've got 50 points. You've got Golden Beard on 45, and then Bunch is on 37, and Soggy's on 26. So it's, I think it's going to be really close. I mean, if you can keep the, the sort of form up you have been having, you've mm. got a great chance. But like you said, if Bunsey had qualified, you probably wouldn't have won that race the other night. Cause mm. I think his fastest lap was like two seconds quicker than yours, wasn't it? Yeah, so absolutely. And, got and... around there. But you've got to do it. So, yeah. you know. Um, like you say, he's a very quick driver, Bunsey. Um, and then looking at Division Two, obviously Andy's got a he's got a decent lead now. He's on sixty eight points. You've got Riverman in forty, Plunker on thirty six, and a little gap to Big B on twenty four and Sean on twenty. But again, beyond Andy, it's very tight that division. Um, I, I'd be interested to know from Andy whether he thinks he's going to be able to put as much practice in for the entire season. What do you think, Andy? Probably not as much, to be fair. Because see, part of the reason I'm playing it as well is because it's a new game. And, you know, when you get yeah. a new game, you play it a bit more. Um, but no, probably not as much. I'll still practice it, but maybe not four nights a week. Yeah. <laughs> four yeah, nights I mean, a week. It, it'll be interesting <laughs> to see. Because my, my sort of retort to people when they have a little bit of a moan is that if you're putting all the practice in and you're doing, say, for instance, 50 laps of the track before the race, if someone's coming on doing two or three laps in a warm-up and they're getting beat 30 seconds by you in the race, that's pretty fair, isn't it? Mm, you yeah. can't really argue with that. If you're putting the work in, it's a deserved result. If they put the work in, it's going to be a close race. So it'll be interesting to see how how you go throughout the season um, and whether you continue to sort of put the work in and maintain that lead. I think what what is interesting, I think, and again, I mean, Ash, you know, you let me know what you think in terms of your allocation, and and Joe and Brill the same, even though I think I know Brill's answer. Um, I, I would, I will have to say though, Joe, I would commend you on the the cars this year because I think that, you know, aside from Andy, who was obviously an unknown, you know, we didn't know what sort of form he'd be in, and obviously, like we've alluded to, it's the practice he's putting in as to why he's doing really well. I think that no real grumbles been made about car allocation. I think it's quite a fair grid. And I think, yeah, again, it all comes down to practice as opposed to, you know, oh, actually, he's only winning because he's in this car or that car. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't want to take a lot of credit for that because it's it's honestly really simple. Um, I know people think I just sort of chuck it together, but there's a, actually a lot of data to use. You know, we've got we've had various seasons now. We do a lot of one-off events. I've got all the sort of lap times and things from them. So, honestly, it's actually really easy to do at the end of the day. Um and like you say, I think they've both come out pretty well. 
there's a, a, a couple of slight risks. I mean, if Andy wasn't practicing loads, I think his car allocation would be pretty fair. Um, but apart from that, it's it's it is what it is. I think I think they're going to be both pretty tight to be honest. Mm. Absolutely. I mean, just there's no, just to reiterate as well, there's nobody in a Mercedes in Div One, is there? No, nobody. No, no, I didn't think so. No, no that's that's fine. Um, I mean, Ash, how are you enjoying the F1 this yeah, season? I mean, uh, first season after yeah. you know deliberately tanking yourself down uh, into Division no, no, Two. No, no, no. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I'm enjoying. It. I mean, obviously, I've not been. You able didn't to... race on Monday after you. No, sorry. I've I've not been able to make the last uh, the last okay, two, yeah. but um, back on Monday. But yeah, no, I'm enjoying it. I enjoy obviously the Ferrari. Um, happy with that, and um, yeah. Um, I'm enjoying it <laughs> in that uh, in that top division. Uh, Andy, just quickly, um, yeah. wreck it, Harry. Oh, so, yeah, that's it, wreck it, Harry. Is it? Has he? Well, is he still as bad as what he was last season? Well, well this this week was terrible, wasn't it? Because I've, 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 I've heard a rumbling. Yeah, that he, yeah, yeah. Out of one of like the tight U corners on um, the track. Um, Satie's got the racing line by all accounts. Um, Harry's tried to cut him up on the inside, messed up his braking. So Satie's turned into him because he's followed the racing line and it's proper spun Satie out of the race completely. Um, the worst part as well, it wasn't even for any going Harry going into any points either. Um, they were both quite low down on the grid. So Harry could have just waited and there was a big straight just after it and taken him there. Yeah. Filth. Absolutely. I mean, sometimes I genuinely, and again, maybe I'm being, maybe I'm being way too nice about this. I, sometimes I don't know whether or not it's, um, I, I don't know what the word, the right way to express it is. Whether it's stupidity, whether it's malicious, or whether it's just not knowing or the game. Judgment. You know, yeah, not knowing the game, like poor judgment, like you're saying, not knowing that actually, if he just, like you say, if he rounds that next corner, he could take him then. Because let's be honest, in no offence to safety, he's probably going to be there for the taking, isn't he? You know, rather than um, rather than attempting a dangerous move and potentially ending both his and Satie's race, it just it just seems a bit silly. Um, the one thing I would say is that in Div One, we seem to don't really have any of that now. I think that Div One is genuine race incidents um, for the most part, anyway. And I don't know whether you'd agree, Joe, and obviously Ash. I know you've not been in the last two weeks, but Div One seems to be quite incident-free recently. Yeah, it does. Um, I I don't want to bag Harry out too much. It is what it is. I think with Harry, it's. I think Harry thinks he's quicker than he is, <laughs> um, and he doesn't take as much care as he should do. I think it's probably the most diplomatic way of putting it. Um, he could be a lot better. He knows that. Uh, whether he would have been here or not, I don't know. Um, he just needs to be more careful. Really, he. he Sometimes it looks like there's a gap there and there's not a gap and you have to back out. But look, we all make mistakes. We all do silly things sometimes. It, you know, it's, it is what it is. I mean, he's by no, by no means on his own, is he? I mean, you know, we've seen, uh, you know, Absolutely. Rhino do the same thing. We've seen Satie take people out, yeah, fair enough, probably by accident. But, you know, we've, Division 1 is, um, it's, you know, sorry, Division 2 is it's maybe Div 2 for a reason. And, you know, maybe people aren't going to like me saying that, but... No, I know what you mean, and you're right. People, people might get a bit upset by that, but it is what it is. Like you say, we we don't have a lot of incidents in Division One now. Really, they tend to be really sort of uh, pretty sparse. Um, mm. Why that is, and why there's more in Division Two, I'll let you uh, 
because they're all shit. They're all shit. None of them have passed the driving test. They're all shit, mate. That's why they're in Division 2. Let's just say it. I, mean, I probably shouldn't you know. say that. Like, like Bryce said, is it Bernie Eccles going to be a G? I don't want to say that, really. <laughs> and if if we've got anyone still listening from Division 2 uh, I'll, I'll promise you it'll get better right <laughs> let's move on um, we're going to move down to League 1 um, you, thought, you thought me talking about Division 2 and the F1 was bad you went until I get started on this bad boy <laughs> <laughs> so let's run down the uh, the participants for League 1 so we've got uh, Raz Diadex, Worm, Gazgrass, Harry, Hilly, Painwise, <coughs> Rhino, Satie, Tuggy, Tunners, Wizfox, and Andy Brill. So, Andy, obviously, um, go looking ahead to the season. How are you feeling? Well, I think Marcus has already summed it up for me by the fact that the league tables are all in <laughs> alphabetical order, apart from League One, where he's put me last. I, I, mean, I think second. that's savage. That is absolutely <laughs> savage. It's, it's good bands, but it's savage. Yes. Things Already can only get better, mate. Up. Things can <laughs> only get better. <laughs> yes. Well, again, much like every season, my goal is not to come last, uh, um, which would be nice. Um, again, it looks like it's going to be a very tight one. Um, fully expect Rhino to do his normal get to the playoffs and bottle it. Um, I can see Hilly going straight up. Raz, I think, would have got up this year. Um, I think Sae might steal a playoff place. And I think Worm will probably win the playoffs. We're very tight this year. Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, it's interesting that you mentioned Worm. Obviously, Worm had that great run of form uh, last season, and it all sort of slipped away. Um, Jam, obviously, mm. you know, looking at that division... Raz, Worm, Hilly, the three that Andy have said. Is it is it difficult to look past maybe those three? Um, I think for the title, I would personally say it's between Worm and Hilly. Um, potentially even throw Payne in the mix as well. I think Raz, I think he'll definitely play off to 100%. I don't see him coming any higher than third, personally. But again, I could be, I could be completely wrong with that. Um, I, you know, I we talked about... <laughs> the way that we've laid this podcast out, obviously Prem Championship and League One, obviously as is the, the pyramid. I think the Prem is probably the most competitive it's been in, in, in a long time. The Championship, I think you've got a clear set of front runners and a clear set of water carriers. Um, League One, I think you've very much got it's a it's just a jumble in the sense that again and please don't well take offense if you want i don't care i think that it's um it's i don't know it just seems like a lack of quality i think that you're going to be people are going to be tripping over each other to basically stumble into the playoffs rather than anyone actually be doing it on, on merit um you know i think apart from like you say raz worm hilly and potentially pain you group the rest in there. I think, Andy, this could be your season to bloody get in the playoffs, mate. There's no, there's no quality in no there. Chance. Have a bit of faith. Have a bit of <laughs> I faith. I don't know. I just, I think if you look in that division now, I mean, again, I, I think Tuggy will have no players left come come the start of the division, come the start of the season. He'll be playing a bunch of ringers like a, a Sunday league team. Um, you know, Tunners is actually put a really good team together for for once, which is is fantastic. But how long it'll stay together and and how long it'll it'll work, I don't know. He could potentially be one of those that slips into the playoffs. I concur with um, with what Brill said in the fact that you imagine Rhino getting into the playoffs because he just always seems to get there. 
But again, I don't know. I think it'd be foolish to, to turn around and say that it'll be the season he gets up because you can't, you know, why would you, why would you bet on a white Christmas? You know, <laughs> that's the same sort of thing, isn't it? You know, you think why it's, it's probably not going to happen. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't think um, I'll be craning my neck to look too far down at League One this season because I don't think it'd be that good. Oh. <laughs> um, Joe, obviously sort of, uh, you're closer to League One than, than myself and Jamar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> looking at the names that, you know, we've sort of mentioned, uh, you know, Raz, Worm, um, Hilly, um, Payne, Rhino. Is there anyone else there that you think is going to sort of push towards the top? If you could say one, per, one or two people to finish in the top two, who would you put? I think I'm along the same lines as Joe. I thought, to be honest, I thought Jam was going to say, when he said about the championship having water carriers, I thought he was going to carry on and say, and all of League One's water carriers, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, you know, I, I pretty much could say that, Joe. I, I, yeah, I'm glad you were agreeing with me on this one. one. Yeah. I mean, it's difficult, isn't it? I, I think it's pretty unquestionable that Raz and Worm are probably going to finish first and second. They were third and fourth last season. You know, Worm's riding Joseph Martinez's coattail. Raz is a, a relatively decent player. Picking someone after that, I think, is really difficult. I know people are tipping Hilly, aren't they? <sighs> Never been overly impressed when I've played him. He, he went down from the Championship last season, obviously. Um, I'm not sure who else he really is. To be honest, Ryan, I was going to bottle it like every season. Uh, it's difficult, to be fair. I, mean, I, know you, I, know, I know you're a fan of the sports bar, Joe. And would yeah. it be fair to say, to coin one of Andy and Jason's phrases, this is dross. It is a dross oh, league. Roger. Absolutely, yeah. This season, yeah, there's just... nothing. There's no reason to watch it. I would. Not, this is like the Papa John's Trophy, mate. This season, it's. I mean, it's the sort of League One's the sort of thing that actually bring up on the midnight train of madness, isn't it? You know, mm. it's it's just it's tough scenes. <laughs> yeah, good luck getting a TV deal for League One now, boys. <laughs> <laughs> so at least there is still a local derby in League One this season. Me v Hilly, match yeah. twenty-seven. Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. You're gonna play it probably... like, if. Play on uh, on LAN. Get, get in his house. Get two front room. Get a camera up. Yep. Yeah. Stream. I, I do fear, John, for our chances of getting our League One games in the head-to-head league now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Mind you, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, do you know what? Again, I, I is like I say, maybe it will be unfair, but I just I, I look at the I look at the prem and. It, it sort of the, the quality of the prem again like i said to uh, ash at the start of the when we keep the podcast off the quality of the prem scares me this season in the sense that i think genuinely it could be the season me and ash are fighting for relegation because it is that strong i think you look at the at the championship again i think there's clear front runners and like we've talked about numerous times but again you just look at this division and i just i, I genuinely don't know who's going to win it and and who's I, I couldn't predict a single place if i gave you a 1 to 13 right now maybe 13 I could probably say who that's going to be <laughs> but I if, I gave you, say. if I gave you a 1 to 13 now I could not tell you who is going to uh, come where and I bet you I'd be wrong on every single one and that that for me states that it's maybe an interesting league in the sense that you know it's unpredictable but not necessarily one field of quality yeah, I mean, let's just I'm just looking at the first uh, round of fixtures. So, uh, Andy Brill, you're playing Wizzy Fox. Uh, Worm is playing Tunners. Gazcross is playing Tuggy. Harry is playing Satie. Hilly is playing Rhino. And Judge Bread, uh, Diadex, whatever he likes to be called nowadays, is being is playing Pain. Um, 
I mean, for me, the standout is Hilly and Red Rhino. Um, I mean, I don't know if, if you boys have got any other sort of uh, games out of that one that's uh I mean, Stand there's up. hardly any old classicos in there, is there, mate? But I think um, <laughs> I think maybe Worm and Tunners, maybe Worm and Tunners to see what Tunners is made of this season. I'd like to see Tunners do well. Like I say, he's got a good season, a good uh, good team this season, um, and to see if Worm can pick up where he left off, I guess. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, right, we're going to move on. Uh, we're going to move over to the Call of Duty 2v2 League, and Hilly's going to give us a, a little bit of a roundup of uh, where we're at. Thanks, guys. Hilly here with your COD update. So, uh, let's look at the league table. The top five as it currently stands today is it's only PJ in fifth. Shoot first. Ask later in fourth currently, so that's Jake Z down way in fourth, but they've still got a 100% record. They've only played five of their matches, so they've got a bit of catching up to do. And then the top three are all tied, all level on points. Rivers Rovers, the Northern Southerners and Scouse Tompey are all level on 18 points. Scouse Tompey, the only team of that cluster who have a 100% record at the moment, but um, they've also played one less match than the other two teams, so advantage to those guys the final game of the season with the, are the two unbeaten teams scouse tompy versus shoot first ask later that could be the title decider and that is match day 11 of 11 so that should be a cracking tie in terms of the individual killers top five at the moment in first place no surprise jakesy second place buncey third place tompy fourth place wardy Fifth place at the moment is Plunkett, so those guys will be getting the bonus at the end of the season if it stays as it is. Close behind Plunkett, though, is Sofa, and again, very close to him is Ash, so those two are the most likely to be knocking on the door. So far, we've had great turnout in all of the matches. There's only been one person who hasn't shown up, so there's only been uh, one 2v1 match so far, which is uh, really, really good. Lots of games to play this evening, and lots of games to play um going forward so the league table will change probably before this podcast announcement is uh, shared but everyone keep going doing a really really good job um, and thank you for the time on the podcast cheers guys brilliant thank you very much for that hilly um right so just to wrap off uh, today's episode um we're going to make some predictions so obviously i think we're going to be at match day one and two uh, by the time the next uh, podcast comes out um so maybe one prediction per division um, from each of you of where you think things are going to stand. So anyone that you think might be top or uh, four out of four um, or anything, uh, anything really. So Andy, I'm going to start with you. Yeah, going from top to bottom, yeah. Um, so it's premiership then. I reckon, hey, so Ash, I reckon Jam's going to take the full points against G, and then he's going to take the full points against Plunkett as well. Oh, there's my man. There's my man in the Mercedes. <laughs> um, championship wise, wait two seconds. And I think she's back up in front of me. Um, I think Storm will be on nil points. Yeah, don't think he's going to get any out of his first two. And then my league, obviously, other than me being last, which we all know, um, I think Hilly is going to be on maximum points after playing Rhino and Sadie. Interesting. 
Joe? Yep, I've got, for the championship, I've got, I think River Mallory pointless after the first two rounds. He's got Sean, who he struggles against, and he's got Soggy Cabbages. I think Phil could have a real second season syndrome. So I can see him having nil poids after the first couple of rounds. Uh, championship, uh, Burley actually stole mine. Stone being on zero points. He's got <laughs> Welder and Wardy, which are really tough games. I mean, so we could all I mean, we could all just say that, could we? Well, exactly, yeah. <laughs> but I'll, I'll, I'll pivot. I'll say, I think me, Bunty and Jeff will all have maximum points after two rounds uh, and we'll be three-handed at the top of the table. And then... For League One, I've got Worm, I think, will be on maximum points as well. He's got Tunners and he's got Wizfox in Week Two. And I think the way he played last season, and like I say, he's, you know, he's got Joseph Martinez, he's buying goals in with him. I think he'll be on 12 points after two rounds and clearing the table. I think it's quite interesting there. Raz has got a buy in the first week, so he's always going to be on catch up, which I think is quite difficult sometimes. Um, Jam. Mm. I think it's interesting what you say there, Joe, as well. I think some people have a, a propensity to look at a game in hand as an automatic six points, don't they? But it's absolutely by no means the the, the fact, yeah. is it? Um, I, I think for me, the Prem, I think, unfortunately, sorry, mate, I think Plunkett will be a bottom. Um, again, pointless. I, I don't see him picking up points. Um, and that's, you know, he's got every chance to prove me wrong and get six points because obviously I'm playing against him in the second second game. Um. I think the other one from the Prem um, will be that Soggy will actually be sort of mid-table. I think that he could easily pick up a win off Paul Lowe's because of the way he plays. And I think he could also, like you say, do a, a job on River, um, just drop back depth of one and um, and stop Adama Traore running through. The Championship, again, it's, it's a tricky one. I personally think that Sofa will actually come through and take a minimum of three points off Jeff. Um, and then... I, again, I probably don't see him taking anything off Joe, but again, it'll be a tight game. Um, I can see Wince being quite high up the tie, uh, high up the table, especially after the first one. He's got his bye week on the second week, but I see him taking six points off MJG. Um, and obviously, Storm to be on zero points. Um, League One, I, ooh, I don't know. I think there's a chance that Tunners will do... Do you know what I'm going to say? Tunners is going to win both games against Worm and upset the apple cart a little bit in his first round and he'll win both games against Gaz so I think Tunners will be top of the table interesting I mean my predictions uh, for the premiership so I've got uh, Riverman and Soggy to both be in the bottom four um, in the championship I have got Sofa to be in the top four winning at least two out of these four games um, and then in League One I've gone for Worm to be top of the division with the top goal scorer. Maybe uh, mm. throwing something a bit different out there, but we'll, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> um, and we'll see, obviously, uh, we'll, we'll sort of come back to these on the next podcast and uh, we'll see how many of them we get right. So, that concludes today's podcast. If, you, if you're still listening, obviously, after uh, the F1 rant, um, then... <laughs> <laughs> they're, well, they're well done um, obviously uh, Andy thank you for coming on as always it's a pleasure very welcome thank you for having me yeah no anytime and uh, Joe uh, I think this is uh, number two I think second appearance or maybe third no second no more fully no four or five I've been a couple of times oh okay okay yeah 
Um, no, well, thank you, for thank you for coming on again. You know, as uh, no as always, it's Absolutely. a pleasure. And Jam, as always, thank you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, that sounds like it was really difficult for you to get thank out you. there. Mate. Thank that. you yeah. for coming on. Thanks thank you lot. for being my um, partner. As yeah. always, <laughs> you're welcome, mate. Um, and again, before you uh, you get around to saying it, anyone who wants to come on, give us a message. Yeah. Um, the the one thing I would just say, obviously, um, it's been um, it's. We were planning originally to do something around the Club Wars on this podcast. It'll be next podcast now, obviously, where we'll be talking about Club Wars as well. So um, fingers crossed, keep an eye peeled for that. And um, yeah, good luck with um, with all the uh, the team captains. Hope you get who you want. Yeah, no, and I mean, if you as as Jam says, if you want to come on, please, please do get involved. League One, I'm talking to you because that seems to be the division that we don't seem to get much representation from. Please, please, I please. I mean, Andy, if... this is just disgusting, mate. And well, Andy, but who, time, who, who else? You know, There's not many <laughs> others. Literally on this podcast, <laughs> I, I would be having words. <laughs> no, but you know, if you if you're in League One and you've never been on before, then please, obviously, do PM either myself or Jam. It's so easy to get involved, and you know, we'd love to have you on. So, thank you, everyone. Go, PM me. <laughs> no, well, PM me. If <laughs> right, thank you very much for listening. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you.